What's going on, you guys? Um, welcome back to another episode of Sophisticated Ignorance. I'm your host, Diaz York, Slim, Fly Guy DY, the Prince of the Six. And without further ado, you know how I like to do. Let's go ahead and give ourselves a round of applause. I hope everybody's staying safe. I hope everybody's masking up. I hope everybody is um, taking care of one another. Um, I am a little upset. I don't know. I don't know if you guys could tell. The intro wasn't just as as enthusiastic as it typically is. And tip, oh, no, these damn chords. Um, how it usually is. Um, so I recorded the rant on Monday. Was it Monday or is it Sunday? I was either Monday. Oh, it was Monday. I recorded the rant um, on why I don't like parties. I recorded that on Monday, and um, so I went to try to go edit the video, or just to even see, just to see, you know, um, just to rough this, to watch the rough draft. Not even necessarily like record, uh, record, um, listen to it, or just like edit the video right away. I was gonna wait later on after I got done recording this episode. I was going to edit the video, then upload it, and yada, 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 so on and so forth. But anyways, I, um, so I went to go listen to the rough draft, and I would have found out either way that the, so the audio didn't record. There was no audio for the video, and that pissed me off because, one, I sat here for about mm, 45 minutes to record a 15-minute video, and took about uh, about six to I want to either say about six to eight takes of the video and it didn't work so now here I am I'm gonna redo it obviously but that was just a calling not not even a calling but just a um a sign of God to be like you might want to wait um to just edit this and upload this and stuff like that which I appreciate like I said I would have found out that I wouldn't, I didn't have the audio way back when, uh, not way back when, but just now I would have found out my, I'm so discombobulated and disoriented. It's so crazy right now. I would have found out regardless that there was no audio, which would have made me even 10 times more mad that I'm editing. Um, but there's, there's no need to worry for me. So I still want to put out a YouTube video. So I'm just going to probably do the after hours. Um, that's something I wanted to do. It was just throwing it off my schedule. Like I want to do the rant, then the after hours, and like in that order. But um, after taking so many takes, I don't even feel like recording the rant right now. Like I got to get back into that mind frame of like, let me, let me record, let me re-record this rant, and let me make sure that there's audio. Um, that was a misstep and miscue on my part. I should have been more diligent to check to see if there was audio during the um first few takes because i didn't even know that there was audio like i said when you plug up the microphone you don't know you can't hear so um you just it's just something that i have to just be more careful about and more diligent about and this learning curve um but yeah man that shit pissed oh god I, I, i cussed i cussed i cussed and i usually don't cuss but it just pissed me off. I'm still pissed off to this point. Um, I'm so pissed off. But we're gonna keep going. We're gonna we're gonna keep going. Um, 
We're, we're, we're flying at the seat of our pants. We're flying at the seat of our pants. We're going to keep moving forward. You know what I'm saying? Can't stop, won't stop. Um, So I woke up. I'm so mad. I am so irritated that that didn't work. Like, how did it not work? Like, how could I be that stupid for it not to work? Um, It didn't work. It is what it is. I'm not tripping. Um, I really don't. At this point in time, I can't really care. I can't. I can care about it, but I have to move on at the end of the day. Like, I can't just sit up here and dwell on it. Oh, not working or whatever the case may be. Like, I have to just keep moving forward. And I have to just keep recording or re-recording. Like, I just have to do that. Like, that's just, excuse me, that's just something that I have to do. And I can't get mad at the fact that I can't get mad at myself. I can, I can be mad at myself all I want. But at the end of the day, I have to just do it still. I still have to re-record. So I probably got to... I wanted to upload it Friday, take some time today and tomorrow, and then upload Friday. But I'll probably wind up just uploading it next week, sometime next week. I'll probably record it on Friday and probably upload it sometime next week because of just... That was a big brain moment for me. I'm thinking, oh, it's going to be a good video. And it was a good video. But when there's no... You can't hear nothing, it doesn't matter how good the visuals are. People need the audio with the visuals. And um, that's just on my behalf. That's my mistake. Um... I wish I would have known. I wish I would have caught it earlier, but it is what it is. Anyway, back to the regular scheduled programming. I um I scroll. I turned over this morning, and I woke up and I said, "Okay, you know, I'm gonna get on with the rest of my day." And I seen this post. You know, usually I turn my phone on and I scroll through Instagram and stuff like that. So I said, "Okay, well." Excuse me. Um, man, that yawn was crazy. I turned my phone on, and um, I seen this. It was a post from Funny Blacks. I don't know if you guys follow them on Instagram. I follow them on Instagram. They're kind of funny. They always promote their African black soap and stuff like that, which I just think is hilarious. But anyway, um, it's the post says, and I quote, "Let's elevate our men. You live with your mom. No prob. Moving with me now." First of all, I live with my parents. I live with my mom. And um, I told her this. I told her this like numerous times. I was like, I could have a million dollars and I would not move out. And she was just like, why? It's just the, the for me, it's a principal thing. And I'm a, I, I'm a, I'm a, the way I was raised in the, when the people that I listen to and I'm influenced by, they're old school. Um, they're very more on morals and ethics and values and just they're judging people off the characteristics. You know what I'm saying? And so that's me. I judge you based off your character. I'm not going to judge you based off of what I see. You know, I'm literally the epitome of like, don't judge a book by its cover. Everybody's going to have a side eye or a prejudice to first glance. But once I get to know you, then I can really, really judge you and judge your character. So... And I know don't judge a book by its cover is like, well, don't look at a person and judge them. But that's not, to me, the way I take that saying is until you open up the first, until, until you open up the book and read the first few pages, don't judge, don't judge the book because you never know. There's a couple of books that I've read where the cover was just so bad, but the book actually was good. So I judge the book based off of the book, the contents of the book and the same goes for people. Like, yeah, I can look at you first glance and be like, oh, you might be a little weird or might be a little strange or odd or whatever the case may be. But once I get to talk to you, it doesn't mean I'm not going to stop talking to you. You know, everybody has a prejudice. 
people just somebody I'm talking to someone I'm texting one of my uh, friends and she was just like you know you don't look like the type of person to do certain things and I was just like what do I look like she was just like well not that and then so like people you know judge me all the time and I I get that all the time that's like my stigma I guess if you want to say my stigma of like oh you look like you wouldn't do this because you look like you're more clean cut and professional and this, that, and the third. You know, that's that's just what my stigma is. And if anybody knows me, they know. That's I get that all the time. Um, which is just so strange to me because, like, it doesn't matter. You wouldn't. You would be surprised about half the things I've done, and the half the things I still do. Just based off of you know, if you know me, you know these are the things that I do. So, um, but anyway, back to what I was saying. If I had a million dollars, I wouldn't move out with my mom because the bench, based off of my principles, if like if I'm not ready to move out, I could have a million dollars right now. I wouldn't move out. I don't know how to, you know, first of all, I wouldn't know how to manage a million dollars. Second of all, I wouldn't even know how to live on my own. I think that's very important to learn how to live on your own. And obviously, you're going to have to learn sooner or later. But I feel like once you stop depending on a parent so much then you kind of feel like you're ready to move out. I feel like a lot of us still depend on our parents, especially in our generation, because we want to move so fast because we think we're, we are running out of time, which makes no sense when we're all so young. I think that there's a way to live life and there's a way to kind of be free. I mean, living, moving out, you have your own freedom, but at the same time, it's not how you think it would be. You know what I'm saying? Because I know people that will work part-time and move out. But you're like, why are you working part-time and you moved out of your parents' house? You know what I'm saying? And you're going to school. Your time management and your priorities aren't in order. First of all, that's like the main reason why people should not move out my age. The priorities are not in order in order for you to move out. You don't have your list of priorities down-packed and correct in order to move out. You have to have, you have to know what you want to do and be pretty damn good at it to move out. Like, you cannot move out and be just thinking, I'm just going to do whatever I want willy-nilly because that's what it is. No, you have to learn how to move out. And um, you have to just learn. And obviously, when, you, when you're living life, there's no blueprint or, you know, map to it. It's just you learn on the fly how to live your life and how to, and how to live life um, accordingly and live in life to the fullest. There's no type of set rules or anything like that. But I just think that if you're not ready to move out, don't move out, you know what I'm saying? And there's more to the post, but I just wanted to stop there. And because there's there's like multiple layers of like, okay, no, 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 like, whoa. You know what I'm saying? Like stuff like that. Like there's a few things in or one thing. The first line is acceptable for me because I know that when I have money, I might not be so willing to move out because of me. You know, like if I'm not ready to move out, I'm not going to move out period. Like, I have no problem paying rent for my room. Like, I have I have no problem being a roommate or having a partnership with my mom because I am not ready to move out. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, there's going to come a point in time where I would like to have my own space, yada, 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 etc., etc. But currently, I am not in a position, first of all, financially, mentally, and emotionally ready to move out on my own. I'm just not ready for that. And it's okay to not be ready for that. I don't know why everybody has to feel like it's a rush to just get on with your life. Like, this is the part where you're still trying to feel like, my dad was telling me this. He said, 
from about 18 to 25 is the point in time where you want to figure out what you want to do and who you want to be in this lifetime, in your lifetime, in this life, in this world. When you get past that 25, it's kind of it's going to get tougher because now it's already supposed to be expected that you figured it out already. Like the conventional way is obviously okay, you go to college for 4 years, okay, you're 18, go to college for 4 years, get out when you're 21 or 22, and then you take three, four years to figure out your career, and then you start your career, and then at that point in time, you're already like you're already around 25, 26, and then at and then you pretty much go on from there, and then like you figured it out, basically, you know, and you're still partying and still kicking it. That's why they give you so much of that grace time of like figuring it out, which I think is actually a good timeline for all of us to follow. Like, I'm not saying slack off and you know drag your ass, but don't feel the need to always haul ass to just get to a certain point in your life where things might become stagnant and you wonder why why things are stagnant when you didn't enjoy the er- the earlier years of figuring it out and the growing pains and stuff like that you know cuz it's either you're going to grow now and go through the growing pains now and later on in life you're just going to be chilling and having and enjoying your success and enjoying your freedom or it's going to be you're going to have enjoying the freedom and quote unquote um short success and then have a not not as not as a a grand life as you thought you know this grandiose idea of life that you had you didn't that's not what you thought it was going to happen and then you're stuck right so that's what i don't want so it's just about being ready when you're ready and don't let nobody tell you different because they're not living your life so just do what you got to do first anyways um, now this one I don't agree with. It says, you don't have a car? No worries. You can drive mine. No. I feel like, and the more I read this, it's more it's enabling bad behavior and just not telling you to get up off your coffin and go get a hustle. It's just telling you that I'll take care of you if you're down bad or whatever. And I get the point of this whole message. Like, if you're down bad, I'll take care of you. I'll help you out. But the last line is just so crazy to me. But, um, yeah, I don't believe with... If you drive a car, if you don't have a car, first of all, if you don't have a car, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's people that don't have cars. Like, I don't expect everybody to have a car because cars, first of all, are super expensive. And they're not, they're not super expensive, but it is an expense and it is costly. Um, my car's in the shop right now and I have to probably spend around a thousand bucks just to get it looked at and get it fixed for the time being. Then I have to order a part. And then get that part looked at and fixed. So to help my car get looked at and fixed. So it's just stuff like that um, that I have to worry about. But I'm not really, I'm not tripping off that. You know, that's just what that's just what comes with the territory, and that's just the way it is. And I just gotta just, you know, it is what it is. But you don't have a car, no worries. You can drive mine. That's kind of stupid. I don't know why. To me, it's like, yeah, you can drive my car, but it's like, why aren't you getting a car? Let's elevate our men. This, this, you don't have a car. That's not elevating him. You can drive my car. Like that's not elevating anybody. That's just enabling kind of lazy behavior. It's like, oh, don't worry about it, cause I'll take care of you. Like he just no. Like, are you an extension of his mom? Like, don't be an extension of his mom. Be you and help him out. Like that makes no sense to be like. Like, that's what you say. That's what that's what children do. That's what people that don't have cars that are 16, 17, 
18 that don't have a license, I feel like at 18, that's the appropriate time to get your license and or, or want to have a car or, you know, because a car symbolizes some type of independence and freedom. I just think it's one of the, if you want to be an adult, you're going to need a car. <laughs> like, I don't really, like, you know, because people just think, oh my God, I got a car. It's, I'm independent. I'm free. I'm like, nah, but you're an adult. Like, that's like one of the first steps to adulthood because now you have to have maintenance for the car. Take care of the car. Car, take care of you. Now you got to have insurance for the car. Now you got to, you know, if you want to pimp out your ride, pimp out your ride. You know what I'm saying? So there's different layers. That's adulthood for me. Like, that was the first step of adulthood. Like, I got my car. Then I had to pay my own insurance. Then I had to pay my own maintenance. Then I have to, you know, if I want to tint out the windows, I do that. If I want to repaint the car, I got to do that. Like, on my own. Like, that's, I feel like that's the key of, like, you want to be an adult so bad or quote-unquote independent, this is a step. And, you know, and people will look at getting their own place as a step of independence, but if you can't, but if you don't even pay for your own car, how could you pay for your own place? That makes no sense. You know, like, you're not really an adult. Like, you're still being helped out. And I'm not trying to knock nobody's anything, but if you're going to not really, they're fronting for people, which I don't understand why people front. Um, and that's another thing I want to talk about, but I'll talk about that more in depth. But yeah, back to this, back to the post. I'm not particularly fond of driving. If, if my girl was like, you can drive my car because you don't have a car. That's kind of like a, like a, a bit of backhanded compliment. You know, it's like not even a backhanded compliment. It's more of a, I'll take care of you, but get on your, you, but get on your S, get on your high horse, get on your, get on your ish. And to me, that's like a slap in the face. It's like, oh, yeah, you don't have a car, but you could drive mine, babe. No. You don't have a car, but don't worry. You can drive mine. No, Like, no, I don't want to drive your car now because you're saying, like, it's a backhanded compliment. Literally. Like, then you can drive mine. Don't even worry about it. I mean, it's not a backhanded compliment because a backhanded compliment is like, you're ugly, but your hair is nice. Like, that's a backhanded compliment. But in the sense of, like, this post, I feel like, don't say certain stuff like this. Don't tell people this. Like, oh, don't worry about it. You don't. You don't have a car. Psh, don't worry. You can drive mine. No. Um. You have bad credit. This is the part that really like irked my damn soul. You you have bad credit. No issues, babe. Put that card. Put that credit card in my name, and we will work on paying the bill together because you are a king. Now, let me err. Uh, pump the brakes. Stop. Hold the presses. Hold the phone. What the hell is going on? No. I would never do that. Unless I really, really have to love you. But what if your credit's not as good? And then his credit's bad. And then you're putting his credit card on in your name? And then you guys are paying the... Like, no. Because you still have to pay your credit card. And then you have to pay... You're like, no, you're doubling bills. You're booking yourself when you're not... But you're you're double booking yourself, and that's not what you're supposed to do, at all. As an adult, you never want to double book yourself. So I get what she's saying in the post, and the then because you're a king is so contradictory. And then the first the first sentence is like, let's elevate our men. You're this is not elevation. This is just enabling lazy laziness and bad behavior. This is label. This is enabling bad behavior and laziness. This is exactly what this is. This is not elevating anybody to a better and to a higher status. You're just giving them a way out. 
you're copping out. And I'm talking to people because I was like, well, I'm going to talk about this on the show. So let me know what you think of this post. And somebody was just like, yeah, like it's it's not always a 50-50 split. But I'm like, um, then what the hell is going on? You never want to, like I said, when you double book yourself, that's bad on your behalf. Not on their behalf because you're going to look out for them. But when you double book yourself, that's not good. Like, it's never good to do more. If you're doing if you're doing your part, because in this post, it seems like the lady or the woman is doing her part and then doing his part too. Like, no, especially at the end where we could put the name, credit card in, in my name, and then we'll pay the bills together. No. That's the problem. Everything that this is saying is that he has nothing. He literally has nothing. So you're gonna put a credit card in your you're gonna put his credit card in your name and then you guys are gonna pay the bills together. He has nothing. Now it doesn't say that he doesn't have anything, but one can assume off the post that look, I have no money. Like I don't I don't even have a car. Like you have a you don't have a car, but you have a credit card. Priorities are the main important thing for an adult. And people want to be adults so bad, but don't even know what how to prioritize certain things. You know what I'm saying? So this is this post. It was interesting for me to talk about it because a lot of people feel this way, men and men and women. This is just not just a men thing. Women feel this way, like oh, I don't have to work, so I'm a woman, or what, just whatever. And men are like, well, my, my wife will take care of me, my girl will take care of me, so I ain't gotta do nothing. It, no, you have to do something. You have to get up off your coffin and go get a hustle. Like, even during this whole pandemic, like, I felt weird and wrong. Not necessarily wrong. I kind of felt wrong collecting unemployment. I'm not even going to hold y'all. Like, to sit up here and not do anything and just collect money, buy it weekly, like, I felt wrong. Like, I felt like I should get up off my coffin and go handle my candle. Like... There's nothing, like, I like, I, first of all, I'm not opposed to hard work. I'm just not opposed to hard work. Especially if I want to be there, I'm not opposed to it. Like, I'll work hard. Like, I'll bust my ass to, to get to where I need to get to. Don't ever question my work ethic. I have a pretty good work ethic. I think so. So, and so people tell me, if I really want to be there, I'm going to work hard. Period. It just felt weird not working. And then, that's why when, I, that's why when they called us back to work... I appreciated that because one, I got to get out of the house and two, I'm back working. And when I was working at Clark's, when it was slow, if it was not, if it was dead, I'd go home early. Like, you know what I'm saying? I put my hours in. Okay. If it's dead and you go home and that was cool to go back to work, to go get a hustle, to get up off, to get up off your ass and go get a grind, man. Go get a grind. Now everybody wants to hustle. Because people want to just have easy work. But realistically, whatever it is you're trying to accomplish and try to do, the steps to get to that point is going to be hard work. But whatever title you want to hold, whether it be a lawyer, a mechanic, an electrician, a plumber, once you hold that title, it's so easy. It's literally the easiest thing. It's the easiest job. Like It's so easy. It's, it's so easy. You know what I'm saying? And you love to do it. And you love to do it. And maybe you don't love to do it, but it's a sacrifice you're willing to make for the time being. And if you become a lawyer, become an electrician, a plumber, whatever, etc., etc., you know, you somewhat love to do it and you somewhat are interested in this field, so you would do it. You know? Like, this is enabling 
that post was enabling bad behavior. It was enabling bad behavior in a person that's not willing to change who they are in order to make their situation and their life better. Period. In my generation, I feel like we'll enable that dumb stuff. Like, they, they, no. They'll be the first to say no. That's bad behavior. You're enabling bad behavior. But be in the same position as the people that are, that, that are described in that post. Like, you can't be in that same position and say, no, it's bad behavior. Because now you're telling someone else their flaws and their faults when you have the same flaws and faults. You're, you're a hypocrite and you're a contradict. Like, I mean, we all are. Don't get, me, don't get me twisted. But at the end of the day, you cannot sit up here and say that they're wrong, I'm right, even though it's describing both of us. That makes no sense, you know? So... That post was interesting to me. I wanted to share it with you guys um, because it just it's just enabling bad behavior. And it's like I said, it's not only men, it's also women too. Women do stuff like this all the time. And women get away with it because women are, because they'll use the excuse of women are women. And like I seen the, um, sweet, what's her name? Swahili? Sweetie? I don't know what her name is. Swahili? I don't, I don't know her name. Look, Quavo's ex-girlfriend, Sweetie. I'm going to call her that. I'm going to call her Sweetie. I seen the video where she was on the show, on the Revolt show. I feel like I talked about this before. But this is like the prime example of like enabling bad behavior. Like she's saying, ask for money because we're women. And because we, we have a certain private part that we're supposed to get compensated for the private part. Like, no, there's people, in, uh, there's people on Aurora and Pack Highway that get compensated for having a certain party part. We call those prostitutes. There's people that get um, compensated. We call those strippers. We call those sex workers. Like, no, I'm not giving you money because you have a certain private part. No. And the one girl I was talking to, um, she was like, it's not always a 50-50 split. It might be 80-20. I'm like, yeah, no, but you can't, you can't. People always respect reciprocation. No, people don't always work that way. People are not always going to be. As much as you gave them, they're not going to be willing to give that much back because they know they can't give it back. So don't always expect reciprocation. Appreciate. They will be a, they will be very appreciative of you helping them out and you putting them in a better position, in a better place. But don't always expect reciprocation for your energy and for your effort. Now, when I say that, you're like, dang, that's just that's just kind of messed up. Like I should I should expect that. I should want that. You should you should want that. But don't always expect that. You should want reciprocation. If I gave you $20, I gave you $20. It wasn't like a, now I expect $20 back. They're going to sit up here and say, well, no, you just gave me $20. You didn't say, I didn't ask you, can I borrow $20? I, no. That makes no sense. I'm not going to give you 20 bucks because you gave me 20 bucks. No. If I gave my mom $2 million, I don't expect her to turn around and give me $2 million. I gave her $2 million. I gave her that money. I'm not I'm not expecting that. Now if she's saying let me borrow two hundred dollars, I'm expecting the two hundred dollars back. There's no timeline for the two hundred bucks, but you would like you would think people have some common decency and would be like, you know what, I'm gonna pay them back as soon as I get paid or whenever I have enough money to just not be down bad or broke without having the two hundred bucks. I'm not saying that was just an example, I'm not saying my mom can give me two hundred bucks. But what I'm saying is this. Don't expect energy to be reciprocated because sometimes it just won't be reciprocated and people get offended and hurt when that when the energy is not matched like people people are different 
And energy from people is super subjective because it depends on the person. So when you expect everybody to give the same energy or to match your energy, you will forever be disappointed. You will be forever disappointed. If I was a cop, prime example, if I was a cop and I wanted to chase down every little hoodlum and whatever the case may be, thug, whatever, at the end of the day, I would be disappointed. You know why I would be disappointed? Because I have not changed anything. They're still going to be thugs. They're still going to be whatever, right? So same with this. If I expect everybody to match my energy, I'll be disappointed because there's going to be that one person that just doesn't do it. And that's going to irritate my soul. And then there's going to be another person that doesn't do it. And it's going to irritate my soul. You're worried about the wrong stuff. Like, obviously, give... Your legacy will live on. The energy you give and, and the time you give to people will be a part of your legacy. If they don't give that back to them, if they if they don't give that back to you, let God handle that. And that's their legacy for not being a stand-up person or a good person or whatever the case may be. Don't get mad and offended when they don't help you out when you help them out. It's okay. It's okay. Because that's not what they were probably thinking about. If you were down bad and you helped someone else that was down, if if you weren't down bad, if you were up. And then you help someone who was down bad. And the roles were reversed. Don't expect them to help you out. That's all I'm going to say. Don't expect them. Because like I just said, not everybody has the same kind of kindness and energy that, that you have. Not everybody has that. So energy is very subjective. It is person to person. If you hang around good people that will match your energy and match your vibe, then it's not a problem. And if they're up and you're down bad, they'll help you out. And if the roles were reversed, obviously it would be the same thing. But no, I'm not, I'm not, no. Don't, don't expect that, you know? And also, back to the post, like, she's not even helping him. If I'm the dude, I'm taking advantage of her. I'll do whatever I want because I got, the, I got, my, I got her under my thumb. Like, like, no, like, that makes no sense to me. So with that being said about the post, then we can move on. I went off on a little bit of a tangent right there. But um, back to that post. Yeah, it, it's just it's just stupid, man. I would, I would, I, I would never do that. It's always going to be a 50-50 split with me regardless. I don't care who you are. You know what I'm saying? You put, you put up your money. You put up, you, you do your part. I have nothing to say to you. You do your job. I have nothing to say to you. But do your part. If you don't do your part and I'm doing more than your part, I will cut you off. You're fired. You know what I'm saying? The same thing with a boss and an employee. If the employee is not doing his part and the boss has to pick up for the slack, then that employee's fired and we'll get someone in here that knows how to do their how to do their job correctly. The same in a relationship. If you don't do fifty if you can't put up fifty fifty, then you're fired. Then I'll find someone else who can and who's willing to do that. And if it takes me all damn day. Or all my years of living. I will. I'll, I'll accept that because then no one can match my fly. And I attract, I am who I attract. So if you're going to, if I'm going to, you know, I'm going to attract someone that's like-minded like myself, then guess what? Like-minded like myself. If I'm going to attract someone that's like-minded, then yeah, they would come to me. That sentence that I said before would really make sense. But yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Um, 50-50, even split. Because that's, and it, and it just works better when it's 50-50. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying, there's certain things that, you know. Um, 
And the 50 50 ain't even got to be about a price thing. It's got to be about energy, really, realistically. Like for me, like if I take a girl out on a date, I could pay for the date. But if she's like, let's go get coffee, let's go get donuts or whatever, and she, and she pays for it, that's that's 50-50. That's 50-50 to me. It don't gotta it don't gonna it don't gotta match the tab, but as long as the energy is like, I'll pay this because you paid this, I'll do this because you did that, I appreciate that. And that's what I mean by energy being reciprocated. Like that's what I mean by 50-50. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, if you're around good people, that stuff will tend to happen. Like, oh, you got me this one time, so I'm going to get you back. You know what I'm saying? Like, I owe you one, my guy. And then it gets you back. Like, it's cool. But not when you're working with, not if you're in a relationship with someone that just don't get up off their coffin and is just lazy as hell. That's never going to work. Ever. Ever. For me. It's just not. Like, the song um, by Black, Problems. Like, do you... So- you think I'm lost? Huh, I found I found a new one. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, look, man, it's fifty fifty for me. Maybe I'm just a different cat. Maybe I'm not raised in the same era where everybody just expects the man to do it all, or just the woman to do it all. I believe in fifty fifty. I believe in picking up, not even cutting your partner some slack. Picking up the slack if the slack has been haul, dragged. Um, I just think that's better. And that's a good understanding and a good communication because now once you've talked about it being 50-50, you don't even have to speak on it. It's just now it's just second nature. Now it's just muscle memory. Now it's just a reflex of like, oh, um, Jane, Jane Doe paid for my dinner. So guess what? I'm going to go pay for whatever else we do with the rest of the night. Like I'll pay for that. And then it's a t- it's a tit for tat. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes, and sometimes it might be, oh, I'm over, I'm over two. She paid for the dinner and she paid for the movie. And then the next time we go out, I'll pay for the dinner and I'll pay for the donuts or the coffee or the parking or what you know. And it's balanced out. Now, now it's now now it's fifty percent. You know what I'm saying? So it's even. I'm all about even Steven over here, man. But we're all hypocrites and contradicts. So I don't know how. I don't know how it would work. Obviously, that's a conversation I got to have with my girl if I have one. But, um, yeah, 50-50, man. 50-50. But moving on from that post, moving on from that post. I I was also on social media again as well. What is this? Oh, he might need me to get... Hold up. Hold up, y'all. Yeah, I might have to go soon. Cause my my, oh, I don't got a car. I don't got a, I don't got a car. But um, anyways, um, yeah. So I had um, yeah. I don't even have a car. That's crazy. I should have took my keys. I I wasn't even thinking, um, because I, I didn't think I was gonna be out the house. Anyways, I um, but I don't think Cheyenne's leaving either. I'm really just out here just thinking out thinking out loud, but this might be good for me because I'm not doing I'm you know I'll, whatever. But anyways, I um I was on social media and I seen this one post where it was like my cousin's a lawyer, yada yada yada. She has to play about these vacations and stuff like that, and it was a nice nice place. But people just think it's just so easy. 
You know, like my generation, man, they think it's just so easy of, it's, they think it's just, it's easy as one, two, three, A, B, C. They think this, this life-ish right here is just the Jackson 5. And they'll be so damn disappointed. Like, so damn disappointed in life. Life is not that hard. I mean, excuse me. Life is not that hard. As hard as you want to make it be. Also, you got to understand life. You got to understand it. And I think that's the misconception of, like, why people think it's so easy. And this, and she was just like, oh, I could just switch over. I should have went into this field because they're a lawyer and da da But I'm like, my biggest concern is... How first of all, I, I would like to know how old your cousin is, cause that matters. And if they're in their forties, your cousin busted her ass to get to that point to have them nice vacations. She worked hard. She's a when she was she's a lawyer. She went to law school. She went so she went to a regular college, and then she had to get into law school, which is another, which is another three to four years. So she went to school for like seven years, seven to eight years. She went to school to become a lawyer. Now, I don't know if that's technically how it really goes, but I'm just assuming so. Like, I feel like the more rigorous programs is to get your, your doctorate and to become a lawyer, which is, doctorates can be anywhere from 8 to 12 years, and being a lawyer, like I said, from 7 to 8. So, those are for, I feel like those are one of the, some of the more rigorous programs within um, post-secondary education. And for those of you that don't know post-secondary education, but I know I don't have any idiots listening to this, so... Post-secondary education is college and stuff like that, like college and those universities, like school after high school, post-secondary education. Anyway, um, so yeah, I just want to know. I just, obviously, I didn't ask those questions, but it appeared, it ringed in my head. I'm like, if she has all this money to do this stuff, she must be, a, she must be of, of, she must be an older woman. And she must, and if not, then she worked really, really hard. And she grinded, and she gave up years of kicking it and having fun. It's all about sacrifice, you know? And I feel like that's the one thing my generation has. We have all these dreams and aspirations of getting, of getting to the mountain heap, of getting to the mountaintop, but they don't want to climb up the mountaintop. So those shuck and jive and those scheme and scam just to get to the top. Just to get to the top. And... To me, that hurts my feelings. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, because sometimes they do get to the top and they and they don't work hard. Obviously, if they get to the top, they don't stay up there. Obviously, but it hurts me because like you're a part of my generation, and I've had conversations plenty of times of you have to work hard, and there is no way around working hard. Literally, if you want to get to where you want to get to, there's no way around working hard. There is no, there's, there is no way around it. It's going to hurt. You're going to be stressed out. You're going to want to complain. You're going to want to cry. You're going to want to mope. You're going to want to just be, you, you're going to want to give up. And you have to understand this. It's okay. It's okay. Literally, it's okay. It's okay that... You're gonna want to complain. It's okay that you're gonna want to just give up and not care anymore. Like it's okay. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, I should have took my house keys. I was tripping. 
because the mechanic has all of my keys, whatever. It doesn't matter. Honestly, I could just well, use Simon's keys, whatever. Um, that's my bad. That's I, I wasn't even thinking. This is a last-minute thing. Um, but yeah, that's what I was saying. It's just they miss the hard work, and that's what's going to be their downfall. My generation's downfall would be the hard work is missing out. You're missing hard work. Everything you're going to do is hard work. You don't think these NFL players and NBA players, they make a jillion dollars, but they work hard. They're at their craft every day. They're lifting weights every day. Some of them don't even want to do it every day, but guess what? They got to do it every day. If they want to keep eating, they got to do it every day. And that's the one thing that I think my generation is missing. They're missing hard work. It says... It's, what's the saying? It's like hard work beats talent. Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. That like speaks volumes. Like you could be the most talented guy, but if you don't work hard and you're just super lazy, I'm I'm literally I'm picking the guy who works hard and who's here every day. He might not be better than you, but he's gonna work hard, and I'm picking him over you because I know he's gonna work hard. And yeah, I might have to show him a few times, but. After I show him a few times, he's going to get it down. And guess what? Now you guys are in the same position. Now it's just about who has more heart, who wants it more. Like, generation, my generation lacks character and heart. I can tell you that. I'm living in this generation. Nobody wants to work hard. Everybody wants the easy way out. There is no easy way out. We, this is life. This is life. You got about to you about 77. Sometimes even for me, I'm living to I'm 100. Like, this is life. I can't get around hard work. I got a hundred years. I got where am I nineteen now? I got, I got eighty one more years left. Like, this is like I can't get around. I got eighty one more years left. Think about that. Like I can't get around that if I'm gonna live to be hundred. God forbid and God willing that I do. God, God forbid nothing happens to me, but God willing that I do live to hundred, right? Um. I'm living to 100, period. Speaking it into existence. I'm going to do whatever it takes to live to 100. But the main point I wanted to share is you have to work hard. There's no way around working hard. You are going to want to, you're going to, like I said, blood, sweat, and tears. Like it's so funny that these corny catchphrases, not even corny, but they were corny because it didn't resonate with me until now I got an order and I'm really seeing that. Oh, snap. I have to sacrifice. Oh, snap. Like, I can't do certain things I want to do anymore because that's not the way my life's set up anymore. You know, like, oh, snap. I have to give up certain things. And it hurts. Hurts my soul. But do I complain? Yeah, a little bit. To myself. But do I get up every day? Work hard? Yeah. And do the best I can and be the best version of me? Yeah. I gave up hoop dreams. I could have easily played a lower level D1 or a mid-major D1 team. School, if I, if I really worked hard, but I got hurt, second guess myself. I didn't think I was going to make it, and I didn't. Well, one, I didn't play also my junior year. Your most important year of high school, you don't play. That hurts. All, but, like, I sacrificed that to do this, and I love doing this, but I also loved who? So I gave up. I gave up one dream. To live another one. And I think that's just as important.
Sorry, y'all. I had to respond to someone. I had to respond to my brother. My brother, man. Um, y'all pray for him, man. He's going through it. Uh, I'm not, you know, he lost someone very close in his life. Y'all pray for him, man. Y'all send, 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 if you know him, send your prayers, send your condolences. But y'all pray for him, man. I'll pray for, I'm praying for all y'all, man. I used to have that feeling of like, man, who's praying for me? You know, like, I want you guys to listen. Because the way I feel every day is there's a song by Kendrick Lamar. It's on the album, Damn. It's called Feel. And that's, I feel like that every day of the week. Like, who's praying for me? You know, and he just said, ain't nobody praying. I was like, damn, that's like, that resonated with me so much. I wrote a poem about that. Um, But yeah, the aspirations, you can't have dreams and aspirations without hard work. And I feel like that's the one thing people are missing is hard work. And um, yeah, and for me, living a full life. I want to live a full life. I want to live life to the fullest, man. I want to do it all. I want to be in TV shows. I want to host shows. I want to see the world. I want to give back to my community and help my people. I want to, man, do it all, you know, and I'm willing to sacrifice and become organized and execute anything and any anything and everything I have to in order to get to that point, man. I'm willing. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a willing participant. So, yeah, man. Yeah. This feels right. This feels right, what I'm doing. It feels right. But as much as it feels right, I think that's, a, and this is what it feels like. But um, I think that's about, I think, I think, I think that's a good point to um, end, this, end this episode. Give you something you guys to think about. Um, especially with the post and working hard and just living life to the fullest, man. Because I want you guys to live your life to the fullest. And I want you guys to do whatever, whatever it is you guys want to do. And don't let nobody tell you any different because it's not their damn life. It's your damn life. And you live it. And the world is yours. And no one could take it from you. No one could take the world from you. The world is yours. You know? But, um, just some food for thought. But that wraps up this episode of Sophisticated Ignorance. If you stuck with me up until this point, let's go ahead and give ourselves a round of applause. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 um, I'm your host, your humble, gracious host, the one and only Diaz York, Slim, Fly Guy, D.Y., the Prince of the Six. And I'll holla at y'all later. Peace. Thank <sighs> you.